Hello, my name is Michael Garrick, and this is Popping Culture. My guest today is Rhino Chief Keith Bonimer, a very funny comedian. If he's in your city, please, please go check him out. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, it's a very hard last name. It's Bronimer. It's really weird. <laughs> we just got, my bad. Uh, I'm, thanks for having me, man. How you doing? Good, brother. Uh, we'll be reviewing the Dragon Ball Z series. Um, I know you know way more than I do, so that's gonna. I'm, I'm gonna try to just keep up as much as possible. I can follow up to uh, the Frieza saga. Um, hey, I pretty much got out of there legendary so you can cover an hour worth of shit just on that really yes can we both before we start with the review can we both agree budokai 2 is the best game yes budokai 2 was amazing it was the first time you got to play as gotenks which is one of the best characters of all time um of course we can't talk about dragon ball z without talking about dragon ball and we'll just shine just a quick two-minute light on it. What do you think made Dragon Ball, like, so great that they were like, we need to do an adult version? Um, Dragon Ball was the original story of Goku as a kid. And it, it, it really locked into those key feelings of, like, watching an old-school kung fu movie. Like, everybody loved it. You, you saw this kid get his butt whooped by everybody he met, and he was like, well, I'm just going to train, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to see what's good, man. Like... That was, and he always did. He always trained. He always overcame. He always got better no matter how hard the obstacle was. And I feel like everybody can relate to that in their own kind of way. Like, you, if something's too hard for you to do, you need to come back and do it better until it's done right. Would you say Dragon Ball was more more of a comedy than Dragon Ball Z? Oh, definitely. It was, like, more of that kind of, like, weird pervy almost anime they kind of do where it was like the girls wearing half clothes and the guy's nose starts bleeding for no reason master roshi made it funny but it was it was a good show still but it was definitely more of a comedy nice uh, my last question for you when it comes to dragon ball uh do you like well, well let me reword it because i of course dragon ball z they bring this up but do you wish they had carry on him having a tail like they did in dragon ball or are you happy to tell left the tale was important, but with Gohan being born, the tale wasn't important for Goku. It would have just been him losing control, and nobody could have taken, no one could have taken care of him when he lost control like that beforehand. But with his son being born in the later series, you kind of see like the same situation go down. So the tales, the tale still gets brought up, but if Goku would have had it, everybody would, would probably died on planet Earth in that show pretty early. Nice. All right, and then we get to Dragon Ball Z. Um, the, in your opinion, is it best to categorize Dragon Ball Z by the villains, or is it a different way you would like to categorize the seasons? Um, that's it's it's arcs. So yes, it's definitely like the the Saiyan saga with Raditz and Vegeta. Then you move on to the Namics. It probably planets and no no because Namek gets blown up. But yeah, villains because then it goes to the Ginyu Force to Frieza. Then it moves on to the Android Cell, Majin Boot. Like it just, the villains is definitely the best way to categorize the arcs. Right. Um, looking at Raditz, just um, Raditz was just, I want he's in no way a throwaway character. No exactly. way is he a throwaway character. But if you go back and look at the, the villains that came after him, do you think he was truly important to the series or do you think he was just like, we can't have this person powerful? Okay. 100%. When the show first started, the first episode of Dragon Ball Z, it presents you like strong, strong elements where it's brother versus brother, the family you were born into versus the family you created. And it's it's a very powerful arc in the very beginning. It just happened so early on that people like to underrate it. Raditz, when he showed up, was the strongest man that planet has ever seen. And if Piccolo and Goku didn't team up and Goku didn't die to fight Raditz, it, it would have been over right then and there. Like, if Piccolo and Goku still had beef, it would have been over. Nothing would, like, Dragon Ball Z's over. Raditz would have killed everybody. Yeah, true. That's true. Um, Raditz came in, and he he just set a great precedence on, like, Noah's more Saiyans, and they're coming. Um, yeah. Do you think that was really one of the things that was like, okay, shit hit the fan super quick, 
Because I think that was like the best tone shift going from Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It was it's almost like Superman in a way. There's a lot of parallels between Goku and Superman. And in that first first series, it's like him fighting normal people. Yeah, some of them got power. Some of them were a little weird. But then Superman 2 comes. And it's like, yo, there's people coming from your planet. The only reason you're bad is because they're from this planet. And they're better than you. They've trained their whole life. And they're coming. Like, let's, it's time to really train now. Like, you've never fought anything like this before up until now. Nice, nice. And then the revelation of uh, Raditz being his brother. Um, oh, well, that's just classic. Like, it happened super early on, so it didn't have the effect. But it's to the same uh, ire as the Luke, I am your father. Like, I'm your brother, and I'm here to kill. Like, I don't care if that's your son. I don't care if these are your friends. I'm your brother. Why haven't you destroyed this planet? I'll do it since you didn't. Like, it's yeah. it's crazy. Yes. I do like the comedy of Dragon Ball Z. Like, it's not as funny as the original Dragon Ball, but when Raditz is like, the fuck took you so long? Like, why is this still yeah. here? <laughs> like, you you could have killed them as a baby, and this place is still going. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, what do you mean you got a wife? Like, what? what did <laughs> He's like, you're sleeping with one of them? What? <laughs> yeah, um, and then, um, of course, he he defeats Raditz, and then he uh, sacrifices he, himself. He dies to defeat Raditz. Yes, yes. Early on in the show, that man dies. Yes. Yes, thank you. I was about to bring that exactly up. Uh, do you like the fact that he died that early? Um, yes and no. Uh, one of the biggest complaints that Dragon Ball has is that a death doesn't matter because they can always just get wished back. But it's really cool, especially when I watched it as a kid, that they they explain such a serious topic such as death in a very whimsical and fun and lighthearted way. Like he was having fun training with the other dead people. Like it was cool. So, yes and no. Like, for the story, it could have been done better, but it, it just since that is what it is, I, I love the way it's done in its own way. Judging the power levels, just going early on, how close do you think Piccolo was to Drag was to Goku? In the very beginning of Dragon Ball Z, they were neck and neck. Like, they, uh, the end of Dragon Ball, Piccolo was the main bad guy, and and Goku and Piccolo fought in the world tournament, like the two best fighters on planet Earth fought. And it was one of the best, like it was a great anime moment, like multiple episodes. They, but it was neck and neck. Goku almost lost that fight. And there's it, no saying that Goku, Goku went off and had a family. Piccolo kept training and got mad. So he could have even been stronger. The special beam cannon ripped through two Saiyans. So he is stronger maybe, but at that point in time. Nice, nice. And then we get to when he starts training on oh man, it's not called Heaven, but it's called um, oh, uh, it? King Kai's you... Planet. It's a, yes, does it yes. have a name? I'm going to get mad if it actually has a name I, now. I don't think it has I think it's just name. King Kai's Planet. He's got to go yeah. down Snake Road, though. Yes, it takes him Snake. like a whole season to run down that thing. I Snake Road was one of the best things about the show, in my opinion. Just because That was the comedy in Z. Yes, just for him to get there, and then a few episodes later, he gets Namek. Yeah, because yeah. they oh they he gets wished there. Well, no, wait. What's the cloud name? There. He gets wished back alive and has to go spaceship there and take forever. <laughs> what's, the, what's the cloud name? I'm thinking of the cloud he got at the, the Nimbus. After. The Nimbus. Flying yeah. Nimbus. Uh, yeah, it's like you couldn't. That's how he. That was his only mode of transportation until everybody got strong enough to fly for some reason. <laughs> Even the little kids. All right, well I'm super strong, so I can fly now. But before that, the Nimbus was how everybody got around. Yeah, they just wrote that one out. Um, yeah, no, it was iconic in the beginning, too. Yeah, You had to be, like, pure of heart. It was like Thor's hammer. Only certain people could ride the Nimbus. And now it's like, uh, yeah, remember that thing? Yeah. It has, like, bicycles to them. They're like, I'm not – I could ride it, but I'll get there in, like, half the time. Yeah, we're trying to get it out of storage right now. It's all the way in the yeah. back. <laughs> Nimbus is in the garage. It's fucking humid as hell in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the PlayStation 1. Um, so – the next villain is Vegeta. I do not remember the other two villains. Do you remember the other two villains' name? A hundred percent. Well, there wasn't really two. It was Raditz was the one, and then Nappa came with Vegeta. Okay. In the very beginning. Okay. And Vegeta is by far my favorite anime character of all time. Like, there's no beating Vegeta. But Nappa came with when he started fighting the other Z warriors, Goku's old enemies in Dragon Ball, who became his best friends. That's one of my favorite things. Like if Goku had an enemy, 
not half the time he beat them so bad they respected him and became his best friend afterwards. So Napa and Vegeta came down. Vegeta didn't even want to fight. He looked like the small dude, so everyone thought he was no threat whatsoever. Napa wrecked everybody, the giant bald dude. And then he started planting those little uh, plant people, the Cybermen. And that's what really wrecked everything up. They started exploding, killing famous, beloved characters from the original series, like Chao Tzu. Like, he died really quickly when Napa showed up. Um, so... Big shout out to Vegeta's voice actor. I wish I had got oh, yeah. the information. But I just, uh, he's, 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 uh, His he's name nice. is Christopher Sabat. He, if if I know he's the voice actor in an anime, I will watch it just because of that. He also voices Piccolo. He also voices Yamcha. He yeah. voices All Might in My Hero Academia. He voices Yami in a show called Black Clover. Like he's he's an iconic voice actor when it comes to anime. He's also the voice of Bender. Yeah, he is. What? That's wild. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, that blew my mind too. I was just like, this how did this person get you know, it's just it's crazy. It's just that mega ultra voice. Like when you can talk and just sound like a badass no matter what you're doing, you're gonna get that job. Yes, yes. It's it's kinda like finding out the same guy voices Samurai Jack and Hermes from um Futurama. But that's Yeah, like, yeah. It's like when uh Sonic the Hedgehog is also Steve Urkel. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it's exactly. funny. I love voice acting credits because it's just like what? Yeah, it's like who who called this? Who knew? Who knew this? Just like uh, I saw you did uh, Arkham Returns. Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker is also Joker. Like that's wild. It's yeah. one of my favorite things about voice acting. I'd love to get into it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they 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 fired Tim Curry quickly. They were just like, ah, this ain't oh, yeah. it. Go yeah, back they're to being like, a clown. Mark Hamill's the man, bro. Yeah, yeah, go back to being that clown. Um, it. So, so um. Again, like you said, Vegeta really, I think about it now, yeah, Vegeta did just, he was just like, I don't need to do anything. But when he realized he had to start doing stuff, uh, did you see that character switch real quickly? Or did you kind of already know, like, okay, this guy's sadistic? As a kid, no. Nah, I was like, this big dude's in charge and this little guy's the mouth. It was kind of like some old school wrestling thing. Yeah. But as an adult, it's very obvious. It's like that guy's just letting the big dude do the work, and then he's got a master plan. He's going to fight the real Goku, the real problem when he shows up. Because he's clearly the one that, like, he he was the brains no matter what. Yes. Uh, so how many episodes do you think it took? I can't remember exactly, but how many episodes? Do you know how many episodes it took for uh, Goku to come back and fight Vegeta? Probably, I want to say, almost, like, 80 or 60 it was a lot it was a long time period for no reason there was some filler in between there because after goku died piccolo basically adopted gohan which is beautiful because him and goku used to be mortal enemies he adopted gohan and everyone says piccolo is an amazing father but what he did right off the bat was leave a six-year-old kid on top of a mountain and be like well if you survive, I'm going to come back in six months. And then if you're still alive, then I'll train you. Like, that's how it started. So there's a lot of little filler with Gohan, like, meeting robots and meeting people in the villages and stuff. And then Goku running for a million miles on Snake Way. And then once he got to Snake Way, he had to train with King Kai just to get the Kaioken technique to even be able to be close to Vegeta. Because Vegeta was on a whole nother level. So it was, yeah, a good... 60-ish episodes, I want to say. It was, a, it was a good little chunk. Yes. Uh, Dragon Ball Z has been criticized for filler just because they just, you know, they're so ahead of the anime itself. Um, do you have a favorite filler episode? Um, favorite filler episode? Uh, I just mentioned, unless you count some of the uh, Great Saiyan stuff later on, because everybody hates Great Saiyan, but I love him. Uh, Gohan is a superhero, but when Gohan was a kid in that same time period when he got left on the mountain, there's a really powerful episode where he like finds this robot in the uh, in a cave that's collapsing, and this robot hates people, but like Gohan somehow makes this robot care about him, and he replaces he like uses his last energy cell to like save Gohan's life while he escapes. It's a really good episode. It just doesn't have it's not explosions and killing and planet exploding, but it's still a good episode. There's a lot of good fillers still. Yes. Yeah, my favorite filler. And it's just because Sale is talking trash, but it's, a, it's right before <laughs> Sale uh Sale's trying to get everybody together for the tournament. He's on the news? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
and it has, there's no reason to be there, but it's just what else was just like, he is really just talking trash. He's letting the world know, like, I could do this already, but I, I'm willing to have a tournament. Like, I'll I'm give y'all a chance. If someone thinks they want to the smoke, I'll give them it. Yeah, and that's it. That's all the episode is. Just like this. Show up this time, this place, or I'm just going to kill everyone. Like, come on, let's fight. Yes, he, he, it's like he's the rock. Like, you just like, do, oh, you, yeah. do, you, want, do you want this? Like, you, know, you want um, some? Come get some. He built his own ring, dude. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, but to get back to uh, Vegeta's arch, arch, uh, this is funny. But Raditz fight, I remember only being maybe three to four episodes, even if it was that much. When him and Vegeta yeah. fought, that was a lot of episodes. That was the first like next time on Dragon Ball Z, two moves. Ah, next time on Dragon Ball Z, two next. Yeah, they did that, but they really had to str- like they really had to show because it went back and forth. Uh, it was like Goku showed up. And everyone was like, oh, this guy can actually fight. And then Vegeta was like, oh, he can actually fight. Now I'm going to actually try. And then he whooped Goku's ass. And Goku was like, well, I kind of know some stuff. And then it just escalated. And then Vegeta didn't end up getting jumped on eventually. By, like, everyone kind of helped Goku out. But it was yeah. it was still legendary. It was one of the first legendary moments of Dragon Ball Z. Is Goku shows up. And he's on this small mountain. And Vegeta's on, like, this taller mountain. And they're just, like, looking at each other, glowing and shit. And everybody, like, it was, it was like a still of it. It's still one of those iconic moments of that first face-off. Yes, and then when, um, uh, which character cut Vegeta's tail off? Yajirobe, the weakest, most under, the fat dude with the sword. He, he didn't, the only reason that happened is because Vegeta's scouter, the detected power levels, couldn't even tell he was there because that's how weak of a person he was. But he, he cut that man's tail right off. Because he was going eight mode, he was about to kill everybody in eight mode, real fast. Um, as a big fan, I'm a fan. You're a fan. Did you think the first time you overheard you heard over nine thousand, it would become the meme it is now? Oh no, it was just like a. It was still a major moment because it's like this dude just broke the like the levels that anyone's ever heard of. Like he was supposed to be weak. These guys were supposed to be completely outmatching him. And now it's like they said that number like it's some legendary unheard of thing. So it was cool, but I never thought it would turn into a meme 15 years later. But you never think any of that stuff's going to happen with some True. of this stuff. True. True. Um, and, of course, they don't kill Vegeta. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Did he go back to space? Um, I am trying to remember exactly. He used to work for Frieza's army. So he yeah. went in his capsule and, like, returned – to a Frieza base where he just kind of sat in one of those uh like hyperbolic time chair not hyperbolic but the uh like the water chamber they used to heal in in those shows like a hyperbaric chamber almost yes um is there anything else you would like to say about uh the Vegeta what the Saiyans saga um in that arc specifically it just it, like I said, it had very big Superman 2 vibes. It was like, all right, you thought you were awesome. Now the same people that are you are coming. And can you fight three of them? We'll find out. Like, And then Vegeta's neck was like this big around in the Saiyan Saga. And then later on, it slowly... Yeah. That, man gets, that man gets gains like nobody's business. <laughs> but that's probably... Yeah, other than all of his original enemies, like Yamcha, Tien, Piccolo joining with him to fight the greater good is it's some powerful stuff it really is nice nice and from there we go to the sail saga um well technically you would jump into frieza after that yes, you would go right. they right. they start looking for the dragon balls to bring back all their friends that the saiyans killed because the saiyans killed Tzu, yamcha yeah. They killed all the minor characters. I think Krillin might have... No, Krillin was still alive. So they start making the Dragon Radar, and they realize that the Dragon Balls won't bring back all their friends, so they have to go to another planet with, like, stronger Dragon Balls. And, yeah, that's when that's when they start fighting the Ginyu Force and dealing with all that. Nice, nice. Um, did you, like... I always thought that was fascinating that, that they were like uh, they made it clear like no these Dragon Balls can't take every can't bring everyone back. Like, I yeah, like that was, that was the weirdest play. part is all the different rules per planet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it just it didn't, but it never felt forced to me. It was just like we got more plots, we got more plots by not bringing everybody back, I guess. Um, but 
what's your opinion on that saga transforming from the uh the saiyan saga was did you feel like they upped the ante or did you feel like man this wasn't as good as the previous saga the build just like the filler and every anime does it i don't care what anybody says after that huge fight with vegeta there was definitely a lull for about 15 ish like there was definitely some like all right well now we're just we need to get our friends back alive how are we gonna do it like so it was definitely a lull but then once they get to namek and goku doesn't even go to namek in the beginning because he's so almost killed by the vegeta fight so for some reason it's a good idea for his midget friend bald friend krillin and his seven-year-old son to take his ex not even girlfriend girl he used to hang out with when he was like a kid and they all go to another planet to find these magical dragon balls <laughs> it's a weird concept but it got interesting real quick once they got into space and got into namek because then that's when frieza's army is just wreaking havoc on the rest of space it's based frieza's basically space hitler and namek is like all like it's he's killing every namekian he sees it's pretty it's pretty bad yes yes frieza is just in every version of frieza even up to stuff they're doing now frieza has never been like betrayed as somebody's like well i get your point it's just like no i'm here to i'm here to be the best and yes. if you're better than me i don't believe you because you're lower than me because i'm the emperor frieza <laughs> r.i.p actually his voice actor in english just died this week yes. uh, i think it's john ayers Yes. Before we continue, I, I don't know how I forgot this. Uh, Goku's voice actor in um, China, I mean Japan. Uh, have you ever actually heard that? That voice? it's a female, I believe. It's the same Thank one that's God. been through all the years, I believe. Uh, it's good to know it's a female. I'm so happy it's a female. But it sounds it, so weird when you're used to the American because he goes, sounds, from, "Hey guys, so like a." <laughs> it sounds like a rat dying. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. I can't. It's one of the animes I could not watch subbed if you paid me to. Like, yeah, I, I was just like, this doesn't, this doesn't sound like a man with muscles at all. This sounds like a man with helium. Because um, yeah. they, they thought it was cool to keep him the same voice actor for the little kids. And in a way, that's cool because there's no other character. There might be a handful of characters in all of fiction or literature at all that you see go from a small child to a man to a father to a grandfather to basically like a god now and then you now we're seeing his son do the same stuff so it's it's pretty wild yeah true the only person i can think of is naruto naruto's coming up on it he's really coming up on it yeah that's all that other person um but to get back to uh frieza saga uh i'm not gonna lie man i don't remember frieza having good dialogue at all it was borderline like offensive like he would just talk uh, yeah like if goku would have been black freezer would have been canceled let's let's <laughs> this man was talking about how beneath him they were and how his race is superior like it was it was dark stuff like he was space hitler he was space yeah. hitler and he it was always just he talked like a weird little like i can't even do it man it's so high I, I didn't know a dude did it until the other day i used to think it was like an evil chick and the, every single thing he said just oozed like hatred and evil. It was kind of cool in a way, but it was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and, he's like, and the whole time you're watching, he like he mean this shit. Yeah, he hates uh, yeah. all of you yes. because you're worse than him. Like that's his whole reasoning is he is better than you, and that's why he hates people. Yeah, word for word. Um, so, um, is this is where Vegeta turns to the good side during this series? And just like Piccolo, and just like all the other guys, I don't know if Vegeta's ever – like, he is good nowadays as we know him, but that is where he learned that if he did not help these people, he was dead. He, like, yeah. it was for his own survival, and I guess you might have been able to say it's for the greater good eventually, but in the beginning, it was to save his own ass. Nice, nice. Um, so – that fight with Vegeta, as I'm remembering it right now, was a very like art art style wise. It was perfect. Like I, I think that was when they switched to a different art style, and just the fights looked so fluid. Like everything looked oh, yeah. smooth. Um, that one was also a long fight. Like there was a lot to be continues in that one also. Um, when it came to deaths, of course, Frieza kills Krillin. Um, this is one of many deaths for Krillin. Krillin is there to die. 
from this part of the series. Uh, is this your favorite kill when it comes to Krilla? Oh, 100%. 100%. Because that kill, well, first off, the fight with Vegeta and Frieza, Krillin and Gohan are basically kids in size and stature. Frieza's in almost, like, I think he's in his, like, a second or third form when this starts. He might have been in the original form. And then Vegeta's like, well, I need, like, he's just going to walk through these people. So I'm going to try and fight. He, and that was his first glimmer of, like, well, I, like, no one else can do this. He was the best chance of fighting Frieza. And then he got his ass whooped. Like, <laughs> simple as that. And then Krillin, when Krillin died, that was after Goku shows up a little bit. And when Goku saw Krillin die that time, that was the legendary moment. That is the first Super Saiyan we ever got. He exploded in what every kid tried to become in their bathroom, screaming, passing out. <laughs> like, I can't count how many times I almost burst in blood vessels in my bathroom, just like, ah! but no, it never happened unless you count this sprouting from my face. Like, Yeah. Ugh. And that first, and the, the, the member just seeing the Super Saiyan Goku, it was such... It was iconic. It was the yeah. most legendary moment in anime history, in my opinion. Because there was no telltale of this happening. Like, it was no, like, this is about to happen. There was legends that it might happen, but then it was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah but, it, yeah, they, it, it was foreshadowed, but I don't think it was foreshadowed heavy. Like, it, yeah. I still was surprised as a kid to be like, oh, shit, it's happening. And then to see Vegeta just go like, Man, fuck. Yeah, but you're just like, this fucking peasant, like, I'm the prince. That should have been me. Why is this peasant a Super Saiyan? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't even think about, like, I could be dying right now. He's just like, fuck, man. How, how he was just mad. Know? His whole thing is pride and arrogance, and I love it. In a way, like, yes. it's um, what fuels him. You got to respect it in his own weird way. Yes. So just seeing that transformation for the first time, and... Did you automatically go into mindset that was like, okay, they're both the same power level now? Or did you kind of already think like, oh, well, he must be more powerful now. He has blonde hair. I think <laughs> the blonde hair was like, all right, well, blonde hair means you're strong now. Uh, his eyes changed green. Like, you could, like, he was angry. That was the first time you ever saw, like, Goku got mad at Vegeta, but it was always he could still forgive him. And then once that happened, you, it was just nothing but rage out of a character that you usually see nothing but, like, happiness and fun out of so it was like not only is he probably stronger but now he's pissed for the first time in the we could think of like so mad so i knew it was gonna be a wash and like back then they had this awesome rock me like it was the music was playing you knew frieza was finally about to get that ass whooped yes and then he defeats frieza and um this is, I think, was one of the first times where I remember Go, uh, Goku giving speeches after he beat somebody. Um, I can't remember word for word, but I also remember it being some Captain um, Planet type shit. Just be like, this speech does not fit into. So I'm it. the defender of justice and pure, and you're the yeah. I remember it was. I can't remember word for word, but it was. It gave me goosebumps as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. But like, I just remember like, this. Okay, uh, like I. Batman would be jealous. Yeah, he became um, a superhero right then. Before that, he yeah. was just some anime. But that's like his superhero moment. Nice, nice. Is there anything else you want to say about the Frieza saga? Um, I think we've covered most of it. Other than, yeah, Vegeta started go towards the side of e or good for once, and yeah, again, legendary or Super Saiyan was easily the most iconic moment in all of anime history, in my opinion. Yeah, it definitely racks up there, one hundred percent. And now we get to the sale saga. Oh yeah, uh, man. Well, there's a little bit of android stuff before that, but it's still all the cell saga. He has to like absorb them to become perfect cell. It gets a little weird. Yes. So, sale uh, and just like you said about the androids, they come from the future. Um, yeah. And and who comes? Trunks from future. future. Trunks future. There we go. Trunks. Yeah. The biggest thing I remember from the saga was them showing the flashbacks of what Trunks had to go through in the future, and also oh, what yeah. Cell had to go through in the future. One um, of the best stories in their original caption, in my opinion, because Trunks, that was better time travel story than anything I've ever seen in a movie, really, because everybody was destroyed. His father, everyone was dead, and his only option was to go back in the past and fix it. And knowing in their weird timeline that it wouldn't fix his future, but it would fix 
a version of his life's past. Like it was still selfless in this crazy act of uh, heroics, basically. Like he did it. He didn't even do it for himself. He did it so someone like him could be happy, almost. Yeah, exactly. Um, and even shows what say I sell went back in time because he was stuck in the future also because the androids. Um, <laughs> it's fiction. It's all anime, and because of most stuff, it's no. because of anime. Uh, <laughs> Krillin uh, dating the android, getting the android pregnant. Uh, ever did they ever explain that? God mode Krillin over there always getting the girls, bro. Yeah, bald men yeah. giving bald men uh, pride since nineties. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Uh, so, <laughs> did they ever explain it? Because I can't recall any episode. Uh, there was a short little arc right before Cell became Perfect Cell, where the androids were running from Cell because it was like he was coming to kill the androids and make himself part of them. And Krillin found her first. It had this button that, that they made that could just like turn her off. And he saw her and was like, oh, she, she's so pretty. And, uh, and she turned around and saw him and was like, what the hell are you doing? And then Cell saw him and Krillin tried to fight and save the androids, knowing he was too weak to fight Cell. And I think in her half-human, half-robot brain, she was like, well, this dude really just sacrificed himself for me. Like, this dude had no, he had no chance of beating Cell, but he put himself in between me and my assailant. So it's like, I think any girl would be like, that guy is kind of the shit most of the time. Yeah, true, true. But yeah, I agree most of the time. Some women just be like... Some women would be like, oh, you simp. <laughs> yeah, you dumbass. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for getting um, your ass beat. I'm going to go yeah. have sex with him now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm prejudiced against humans. Um, yeah, say something like that. Um, yeah. They had a kid, too. This shit got weird. I don't yeah, know how bro. that worked. I have no idea. I have no idea. The kid probably has a remote too. Um, <laughs> That'd be an easy child to handle, though. Yeah. Mute. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Bro. Okay. I'm biased. I'm super biased. Sale, the best villain they had. I know a lot of people don't like him, but like in my opinion, Sale came. Yeah. 100%. Like, let people know. And don't get me wrong, Boo is great, and we'll get to Boo, especially with him making people chocolate and eating people. He was very scary. <laughs> But like sale was time just like no i've i've gone through hardship too fuck all y'all like yeah he's just like you think you guys have been through it like i am the ultimate specimen i came here just to make sure like i traveled through time to make sure i could beat everyone's ass y'all don't even know half of what i've been through he started out as like an amoeba that had to like crawl through like just to get to grow like it was crazy Yes. And then also, he's one of the only villains because even Frieza eventually in like Dragon Ball Super helps the fight eventually. Cell's one of the only villains that doesn't help Goku after he fights him. He's like, nah, fuck you. I hate you. Like, we, I want no part of this. Yeah, Everybody else good. eventually gets a little bit of respect, but Cell was like, nah, I'm not about that. Yeah, I'm a villain. I am a villain, and that's all you're going to get from me. I'm this here to kill and dominate. If you don't like that, Get killed and dominated. <laughs> yes, I didn't keep evolving to be the same person. Like this. Yeah. Uh, so the first time you see Sale, uh, not gonna lie, not the best animation, not the best looking. Weird. He talks like that. Like it's his voice is weird. Yeah. Uh, why do you believe they just didn't kill him there? Well, in the very beginning, I'm trying to remember exactly which part you're talking about. But from what I can remember, when he first looked like that. The first person that saw him crawling around was Piccolo, like out in the middle of nowhere, after a huge fight with Android 17. So the only people that knew about him yet were very in a weakened state to where they probably couldn't have handled him if they wanted to. And when he okay. was weaker, he definitely stuck to the shadows more so he could sneak up on the androids and gain power before he fought anybody that really mattered. True. Yeah. Like he, he was yeah. definitely more sneaky in the beginning, and then he was like, nah, I'm here once he got leveled up. Yeah, he's just like, okay, now now I'm ready to start with talking shit. Um, so, before the tournament, who did Sale kill? Or did he, besides the androids? Um, the main, I think he, try to remember now. He brought it out, the very first fight in the tournament, and it's why a lot of people hate Goku, was Goku. And he fought him at like half strength, and then just kind of like quit, was like, 
I can't beat him. Uh, everybody else can try though. <laughs> like it was, it was sad. It was scary because he didn't even fight to the death. He was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do it. And then he just washes everybody, like pretty much kicks everyone's ass. But then what happens is uh, he tells Gohan to do it. For some, everyone's like, I can't beat him, but my child can. And everyone's like, you're on drugs. Okay. Uh, then he throws Cell a sensu bean to give him full strength for some crazy reason. And he whoops Gohan's ass. And then goes on to kill other people and then finally kills uh, Android 16, the red-haired guy. He was red-haired with a green suit. And him and Gohan had a whole filler episode where they – where Gohan learned that he loved animals and loved the earth and wanted peace realistically and all that. And then as he's killing the android, his head's just like sitting there, like almost destroyed. And he's like, Gohan, like you have to protect the animals and the earth and like you have to protect everything that's good. And Gohan's like almost crying and then Cell stomps his head. And that's when Gohan goes Super Saiyan 2 for the first. That was his Krillin moment. He went Super Saiyan 2, and there's like electric flying around him, and everybody went ballistic. Yes. That's because it. And again, Vegeta just Hayden. Oh, yeah, because he can't win. He got his ass beat by Krillin's new girlfriend. He got beat by a cell. He, Vegeta's pride is always his downfall because he is better than people, but he gets so cocky that it gets his ass. He gets beat half the time because of how cocky he is. And that's a real. That's kind of a lesson. And like, don't always think you're better just because you like. Someone smaller and not as big as you might just come up and whoop the ass. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like you said, Gohan does uh, eventually he defeats Cell, um, which is one of the best drawings ever, best animation oh, scenes. Oh yeah, ever. with his arm all messed up and his dad's like ghost behind them. It's it was wild. Yes, thank you for because bringing Go- that up too. I definitely forgot about Goku giving up. Yeah, he I, kills himself twice. <laughs> yeah. Because Cell almost loses fair and square, and then he's like, no, nah, I'm just going to explode on this giant, like, fat bomb. Then he, that kills Goku, but somehow doesn't kill Cell. He, like, turns back into Amoeba again. It's it, Some of the continuity is a little weird, but it's an anime. Like, <laughs> yeah, because, because of anime, yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say about this uh, saga? Um, again, uh, the, the androids were very underrated arc. The androids were because he become on become some of the best characters and best helpers in the series eventually, um, and then Gohan turning into Super Saiyan two as we said is literally almost as iconic as uh, Goku's Krillin but Super Saiyan one moment like that was a another iconic moment like when Goku's ghost form is like helping Gohan push the one handed Kamehameha, which is again the or which is the most iconic move in anime history in my opinion everybody knows what a kamehameha is even if you don't watch anime you've heard of it yes they even talked they even made fun of it in um that slime show there was some uh i want to be a slime anime that just literally did a kamehameha a couple weeks ago nice nice they also brought it up in um shang chi i haven't even seen it yet but i've heard good things okay cool cool. it's a throwing line but it's just like when when the person says it's just like okay that makes sense um, it's pop culture. There's yeah. not a lot of moves. Like, you say ninjutsu, someone might know what you're talking about, but you say Kamehameha, people are like, Goku. All right, cool, yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Exactly, exactly. The, the weirdest line in pop culture that I try to use, but, like, nobody, very few people know, is Going Ghost. What was that? Going Ghost. Going Ghost. From the from Dragon Ball? No, from Danny Phantom. Oh, all right. See, I know Going Ghost, but I was like, for a second, I was like, why do I not know this? <laughs> I used to love Danny Phantom as a kid, though. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but then going to the the Boo saga, Boo is just like, that was humor and scary all wrapped into one. It got like magical and, and prophecies and all sorts of crazy stuff in there. Yes, because his first, um, his first form is just such a loving, like well, not loving, but a cute character. It looks like something you've seen a, a child's cartoon. Oh, yeah. And then just to see the animators going, like, you like him? All right, let's see, let's slim him up a little bit and give him an evil face. Let's he's make just, him angry talking. Yes, he's a, he's if he's like a, a scary Kirby at this point. Oh yeah, that's probably the best explanation is Kirby, the way he swallows people and stuff. Yes. Um, 
Do you remember how he became or how did he enter the series? Oh, God. <laughs> so, as I mentioned earlier, Goku died. So, there it, it was a time skip, which a lot of animes do. It was a good, like, 10 years, 8 years. Goku went, or Gohan went from being a kid to being, a, a, like, he's in high school, but it's, like, Japan high school, so he's, like, 18. I don't know. He's a superhero because he doesn't want everybody to know he's the person who saved the world from Cell because everybody still remembers that. Goku's dead, and the original idea the creators wanted to do was to keep Goku dead and Gohan be the main character. Oh, wow. But as, as the manga went on, people didn't like that. They missed Goku, so they eventually brought him back. But you see Gohan meet a girl in high school. They both, it's Hercule, who is another character. He's like the fake world champion. Yeah. His daughter, they start dating. And then they join another world tournament, like Piccolo and Goku fought in the original series. They join the world tournament. Everything's going fine. They wish Goku back for a day. So, like, he's on planet Earth, but he has a halo. And everyone's just cool with it. It's really, it's like, yeah, this dead guy's just hanging out. And he's in the tournament. Why not? So there's all these tournaments. You get to see Goten or Trunks and Goten fight. Like Goku, Goku's other son and Trunks' son are finally in the picture. They're fighting in the tournament. And eventually you see these two weird guys with a weird M marking on their face. And they fight Gohan's girlfriend. And they just brutalize her in front of people. Like she's screaming. And then Gohan goes Super Saiyan, goes to fight this guy. And then he's like, well, thanks for all the energy. I'm going to go run and make this guy alive now so they like absorb the energy they go back everybody goes to chase these two crazy guys it ruins the whole tournament and then there's a little wizard guy that looks like a ball sack named Bobbity. And, he, and he's just like yeah here's my this is my perfect creation and Majin Buu will destroy the he's like absorbing all this energy he makes people fight there's like a fake devil that he's helped called Dabara that can kill it like he turns people into stone and he makes all these people fight but his little ball sack looking self just sits in the corner like vegeta in the beginning days and as those fights go on he absorbs the energy and like puts it into majin blue's cocoon or something and then eventually when goku and vegeta show up there's so much energy majin blue is just allowed to be born because it was all a trap really like he made people fight just to summon this unstoppable killing machine nice nice and then he came out, and then you hear about him being this unstoppable killing machine, and then he comes out for the first time, and he's like, hey! Like, it's this goofy little thing. Yeah, like, this this non-alert, alarming, like... They're like, you're the monster? <laughs> yes, and then, I hate to fast forward, but for me, it's my biggest thing I remember him was when he kept turning people into chocolate and eating them. <laughs> and that was, like, the most Willy Wonker scary dream ever. Cause like he does it like multiple, multiple times, and it's just it's like dark. Yeah, it's just like who wrote this? Like who thought this through? I believe drugs were probably involved in the writing process, but uh, it is definitely an interesting concept. Cause every character before that like was Frieza, Android Cell was like, I'm super strong, let's fight, and this guy's like, Boo, wanna have fun? Boo, turn you into chocolate, and then just eat you. Like there was no fight; you just getting eaten. There's like a whole arc of Vegeta and Goku, like in his insides, like trying to find their way out. It was wild. Yes, like it was, a, it, was it was a nightmare. Um, and then um, he went from okay, his second transformation, he was short, and then the last one, he was tall, right? It's flip flopped. Uh, the second one, for some reason, was the skinny built one that was tall. Okay. That was Super Boo. They called him in the games. I don't know the different variations names. That's the one that talked real angry, but he could finally talk properly. And then that's the one that started absorbing people and, like, taking their clothes as he absorbed them. Like, he dressed differently. And then Kid Boo is the final form. He's, like, this tiny thing, but he's just a ball of evil. Like, all the happiness is gone. He's just, like, he can't even talk. The other ones could talk. He's just, like, like, he sounds like fucking Donnie from Wild Thornberries, basically. Nice. Yeah, the perfect perfect uh illustration yes um his last fight is just is 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 really what i thought the freezer fight would be like it was just so much action at one time and like the animation of course got better but that was just because you remember kid boo could just move his body anywhere yeah so like, he was the rubber man like it didn't, yeah. you hit him and it didn't hurt him i didn't understand how they could beat him 
Yes. Like his kicks were not what they've drawn before. Like his kick could, it was no way he was missing with kicks most of the time. It was very uh Luffy like, very uh yes. gum gum style. Yes, yes. Um do you remember the do you remember how he lost? Um, I believe it's when Vegeta and Goku first fused together to yep. form Vegito. Yes. And that was a bad motherfucker. Because Goku's basically right brain and Vegeta's basically left brain and personality wise. Like Vegeta's serious study, hard work, and Goku is like, Hey guys, like let's have fun. So those two combining with all their strengths and weaknesses, it was it's unstoppable. I can't think of anything that should be able to beat that. Yes. With how strong they are in the show. Yes. So we talk about uh, the fusion. Man, the first time I ever saw it. Was, don't get me wrong. Looking back on it now, it's a little funny. It's a little funny with the the thing. But like, yeah, fusion. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yes. Somebody was. If they didn't do it perfectly, they turned into like a fat version or like a skinny version. Yes. I don't know who was the W the NWO fan over there, but I was just like, I've seen this before. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're definitely watching WCW when that got written. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Um, but yeah, Vegito, uh, just really Fusion really was a cool part. I've noticed that they went away with it in the later seasons. But um, what's in the that... newest movie? It shows up, but it's different. Okay. And the original Fusion of Vegito was with these earrings that they got from their gods called the Kais. It's called the Portera. You one person puts it on their left ear, the other person puts it on their right ear, and then they just have no choice but to fuse yeah. together. Then later on in the newest Brawley movie, they fuse together normally and they are Gogeta. It's a different fusion, but the same it's weird that it's not the same dude, but it went from Vegito to Gogeta. So the new guy name is what now? When they form together in the newest movie, it's spelled Gogeta, but it's Gogeta. Okay, cool. Go get him. He's got like red like, hair. It's weird, but it's he's still awesome. Cool. I was just thinking of Young Jeezy when you said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, and then also they became Super Saiyan after they fused together, I believe. Yes. 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 They uh. That... Go ahead, buddy. Uh, no, they do. You're talking about the original or the Vegito yeah. and the Majin. Yeah, they go Super Saiyan, so it's already unstoppable. They get some sword for some reason. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they did get a sword. Yeah. Yeah. He all of a sudden had a Z sword. Uh, it was brought up, but then it broke and then it was in their hands. It, again, anime continuity is magical. Yes, yes. But the, even that alone showed you just Boo is this unstoppable force where they everything was a long shot. The fusion was a long shot. Uh, the, how much time they had left before he just destroys everything. Uh, it, it definitely showed how they kept amping up um the villains in the show um so is there anything that you'd like to say about the boo saga the boo saga um yes it was as you were talking about earlier about vegeta finally going to good that's right before boo transforms into his second transformation vegeta tries to save goku's son and trunk's son by basically sacrificing himself with like an ultimate move and vegeta dies and i remember as a kid like like being teared up and crying over that because I was like a seven year old and my favorite character just died sacrificing himself for his son. And they had to like bring him back with the halo just to fuse together with goat. Like those two guys were two already dead guys fighting boo to save the universe basically. And I think that's great. Like they're not even alive anymore. And they have to come back just to save the world because no one's strong enough. Yeah. yeah that's it. That's um, what do you think about the dialogue in this um, saga? The Boo saga, well, every time Boo talked, it was just hilarious. What, no matter if it was the funny one, the angry one, or the kid, like there, it was always just funny. Uh, Goku, Goku didn't do as many speeches, but Vegeta and Gohan had a couple speeches right before they just get their ass beat. Like it's, it's so sad to watch like an epic, epic little monologue and then watch them get completely washed in the fight. <laughs> It's so depressing. And that happened a lot in the Boo Saga. Almost every single time, they're like, well, now I'm powered up to this level, and now I'm going to go get him. And then Gohan gets sucked up, and then Gotenks is like, well, now I've got it. Every single time, it was depressing. It was either depressing or funny the whole time, and almost a combination of both. <laughs> nice, nice. I agree. 
Uh, and going from the Boo Saga, this is literally where uh, I had to turn it over to you because I cannot remember much at the Boo Saga. Well, after Boo, um, after Boo happens, he turns back into his little fat self that's cool. And the character uh, Goku's base or Gohan's father-in-law, basically Hercule, who's the old world champion who lies to everybody, he becomes like his best friend. He just hangs out with Boo. He lives in his apartment, but he has to make sure he's fed all the time so he doesn't blow the whole world up. It's it's kind of funny. And then after that, the original show ended off right after that, and then you get to Dragon Ball GT, which is critically not anybody's favorite. <laughs> it, yeah, it's whack. Exactly, exactly. And they did, because when Dragon Ball Super came out, the original creators came back and they were like, let's act like GT did not happen at all. It starts up right after Majin Buu. And then he gets into, uh, it's basically just him living out the world where the whole world doesn't know he saved their life multiple times. And the guy who lied about it and says he did save the world is like a billionaire, shows up to Goku's farm and is like, well... I know I get all the credit because you're not allowed to let people know, but here's like millions of dollars, like at least have an easy life. And then they're just living life. And the destroyer God that you might've seen the purple cat Beerus shows up and is like, I like, I'm going to destroy this planet basically. And Goku, he first, he comes off in a good mood and Goku's like, no, nah, I want to fight if he's strong. That's when he turns into dumb Goku. Dragon Ball super is the dumbest version of Goku there ever is, but he's the best fighter. So after that, he just basically becomes a child in the head. And every time they're like, this guy wants to destroy the universe, he's like, well, I want to see how tough he is. Like, And everyone's like, no, dude, Like, everyone will die. <laughs> and so it's a bunch of Goku getting into fights that he has no reason getting into fights. Like, He's basically the bad guy at the end of Super. He basically causes a tournament that if your universe loses, gets erased from history. And it's all oh, Goku's shit. fault that it even starts. That's the tournament of power. And he's just like, I want to fight people. And all the other universes are like, no, like, you're evil as fuck. Like, you started this. So it's it's a weird dynamic of how stupid he is getting him into the worst trouble that he's got to bail everybody out of. But he's still somehow the hero. Okay, so now this makes sense. Like I said, I haven't kept up with Super at all. But Super's I, amazing. But I get it now with the different universes. Okay, because I, I, I've heard about... Uh, Black Goku and um, the Golden Frieza. So not as yeah. makes sense. They're just alternate versions of... Well, yeah. <laughs> there are alternate versions, but Goku Black ends up being a whole nother thing where there's like a god who hates Saiyans and he wishes himself to be a Saiyan and then he works with his past self. Goku Black's a whole... There's a lot to get into with that whole situation. But it's basically someone that wished themselves to be as strong as Goku. And then Golden Frieza is just Frieza's, like, blue hair form. It's just him. That's when he starts working with them for the first time. Like, he still hates everybody, but he joins the Tournament of Power because he knows. It's like uh, seven universes each get ten people. And then when all ten of your people are gone, your universe dies. So Frieza was like, well, I might as well help because if the whole universe is dead, I'm dead. But the ultimate universes, there are you end up seeing other Saiyans from other universes. You end up seeing uh, things that look like Frieza from another universe. You think he's a good guy, and he ends up being just as evil, just sneakier about it. So they get heavily into it, but they go off the wall with the different power ups and transformations. Nice, nice. So, who are the people that are like going to destroy the universe? All right. So it all starts with that Beerus guy the god of destruction and his trainer Whis, they start training goku and vegeta to become stronger that's when their hair starts turning blue and red and also they're like super saiyan gods now is what they call it it's like a whole nother level and then beerus has a brother from another universe who's like well i want to see if my universe is as strong as yours it's really it's when it gets goofy they're like you have a planet Earth, and planet Earth has the best food. If my universe universe beats yours, I'm going to take your planet Earth, and we can swap. It's really it's goofy. They're, it's like this fat cat. He's It's funny, but it's crazy at the same time. And then that happens, and then the thing that like runs the universe, this tiny little joke of a character, almost like Majin Buu-like, his name is Grand Zemo, and he's basically like the master of the multiverse. And he's like this little kid thing. He's like, well, that was such a cool fight. I want to see all the universes fight. 
and then he's just like he has like a little tablet that he's just like deleting universes with like laughing at the fights and stuff it's pretty crazy pretty yeah, wild they up the antsy for real on that oh yeah they got wild cool cool uh are you a fan of the movie i remember you brought up broly but like, are you actually a fan fan of the movies oh yeah i have seen every single movie and i have played every single game it's like I wanted to get into the movies, but as soon as I wanted to get into the movies, he was like, all right, man, hey, Ashley, you don't need to watch, like, four of them. Some of these don't even matter. And I'm like, oh. Um, the, which one was it? They had a Resurrection F one that was, ba- sometimes they have this weird problem that uh, Demon Slayer is also running into now. Well, they'll come out with a movie, and then that movie is just the first four episodes of the next season. And you're like, I've already seen this. And they did that a couple times. And people were like, what the hell is this? They did that twice with, with uh, Dragon Ball. They did it when Golden Frieza showed up. And they did it with the Beerus fight. They turned it into a movie. And then the next season comes out. And it's like, this is the same thing that you made me pay in theaters to go see. So it was, it was a cash grab for sure. But it was all in one. It was, it was weird for sure. So, yeah, if you watch the show, the movies are pointless until you get to Brawly. Unless the next season just starts with the Brawly movie, which is possible. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I want to. I think it deserves to be talked about. Um, have you ever heard, been on YouTube and checked out the Bridge series of YouTube? I mean, of, of Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. I've seen a little, bits and pieces, but I'm not 100% familiar. It's one of the funniest things on YouTube. Like maybe just because I'm old, but like it's still one of the funniest things. It just because it, it's it just the who they they're just hilarious voice actors. Just be like, you go over there and fight them. Like, oh. We ain't gonna jump on you. Come on, come outside. Like it's some yeah. funny stuff. I've seen a couple of them. Yeah, I, I was like that was great. Uh, the music throughout this series, um, from like you said earlier with the guitar riff to even uh, the last season with uh, Boo with the more. Uh, adventurous music and even the sad music when it plays um do you have a favorite like theme when it comes to the music i mean other than the the theme just the dragon 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 balls like that's awesome but then probably definitely when he goes super saiyan the first time because i just remember like there's electricity flowing through the air the planet's blowing up and there's just this badass guitar riff just going to, it was it was always amazing always but anytime there was like a mega fight between a main bad guy the music would give you goosebumps like you would just be like this is the most hard you'd be standing up like oh my god like it, it was wild it was wild nice, nice. so this series has been out for decades now my whole life if not more definitely <laughs> Uh, what would you like to see? The story keep going, or would you be interested in seeing a reboot? Definitely not a reboot. I don't know how they would even do that at this point. I know that movie they made sucked, the live-action yeah. movie. Yeah. They took Steve and Fiona from Shameless and made them Goku and Bulma. <laughs> it was awful. But, uh, I mean, I guess I kind of want to see continue. Until Goku officially dies, Like I want to see them do... Like I saw Goku grow up and have kids and have he's got a grandkid now gohan just had his kid and gt and it looks like they have a new movie coming out called superheroes where oh no wait no that's my hero they have a new movie coming out about superheroes though where great saiyan man and goku's granddaughter are helping to fight some new threat and brawley's a good guy now so it's it's getting weird so I think they're going to continue with goku's grandkids and goten growing up and becoming the new badass Eventually, we'll maybe get like a gray-haired Goku. That'd be kind. Of, that'd be kind of cool to see him as a old, almost Master Roshi-esque character. And my kids are talking about Goten and Gohan's kids and grandkids. It's almost like a, as the world turns for anime fans, just a never-ending uh, soap opera almost. Nice, nice. Well, I can't. As a fan, yeah, I would like to see it never end. Nice, nice. Dumb question, but I ask everybody: uh, Do you believe that this show has become a part of pop culture? One. Hundred percent. Like I said before, the Super Saiyan moment, the over nine thousand meme, as you mentioned, has became pop culture. Goku is in the Macy's Day Parade nowadays. He is one of the floats in, and you, there's no Naruto up there yet. I think there's Pikachu, but you can't really argue with that. He's pretty yeah. pop culture too. But if it wasn't for shows like 
Dragon Ball Z anime would be nowhere near where it is today. Like that brought it to the Western culture and made it as popular as it is. Toonami for kids in the nineties was like the best thing ever. Yes, well, yeah, Toonami definitely deserves way more credit than it gets. Like, if it wasn't for that anime, would like you used to you used to have to be like secretive and not like tell people you liked anime, but now it's like almost popular because yeah, of shows like Dragon Ball Z. It's definitely earned its way into pop culture. Yeah, it's like a hundred like conventions dedicated to anime every year like it's, it's yeah and there's always no matter what happens anytime an anime gets a power up or naruto gets a new mode there's always the same question on the internet can he beat goku and the answer is always gonna be no in my opinion no superman none of them yeah i, I, I... Superman, yeah that one gets that one divides people that superman comment <laughs> yeah yeah true that's, yeah, that's that's a good fight though. Either way, uh, let's oh, Goku yeah. can find a way to blow up the sun or something. Yeah, but he could. Yeah, yeah. he could. But yeah, it's, it's dumb, a while. It's dumb been... enough to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. It's one of those arguments the internet loves to have: is Goku versus Superman because there's so many parallels in their story. They're both aliens from another planet, raised on a farm, grew up being bad. Like they're basically the same dude. Yeah, yeah, one's just one's eight. Well, no, both of them aliens. You can't say one's Asian or nothing. Uh, yeah, they're both just aliens. Yeah. But yeah. Gohan ends up being bi one day, then they'll literally be the same. Nowadays, the Superman's son is bi. That's some new comic stuff they brought out. Yeah, man. Some of, yeah, one of my uh, one of my friends got mad about that, and I was like, I'd be real with him. I was like, Hey, man, I hate to bless your bubble, but gay people are real. Uh, yeah, like it happens, bro. My friend, yeah, I, my friend misread it. He was like, Superman's gay now. Superman's gay. I was like, No. His son, son is by. It can happen. And they're like, well, they should just make new characters. I was like, they did. Yeah. <laughs> they did make a new character. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I know about 20 gay people. I ain't met one person that fly yet. Shit, huh? He's <laughs> a comedian in Columbia. He has this great bit about, uh, you know, Superman has to be a bottom. <laughs> Power bottom. <laughs> because if he was a top, he'd kill him. Um, all right. That means you know Lois gotta be thick to handle all that. <laughs> I don't know. He hasn't rammed you through a wall yet. <laughs> She's got to be on top in that situation. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just know when I watch The Boys. Uh, have you seen The Boys on Amazon? Yeah, I love that show. That's a great when, show. When I saw the guy, you know, two superheroes having sex, I was like, you know, this actually does make sense. Like. Actually, this oh, it was uh, what was the crazy Homelander, lady's name? Homelander, and, and that Nazi chick, the new yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah all right. But I remember watching it like this. Actually, makes way more sense than uh, him having sex with a regular person like this. Like this oh yeah, this is, like everything. But then you have to find online. those people. <laughs> yeah, can you remember Did... that superheroesonly.com? Yeah. No, don't. is that some weird porn site? No, no I'm, I'm saying if they did have that, like like farmers only, then they had superheroes only, like. That'd be that would crazy. ruin all their alter egos, though. That would suck. Yeah, <laughs> you have to meet them in costume and be like a furry thing at that point. You only have sex with superhero costumes. It's wild, though, because Superman's the only man that doesn't have multiple encounters. Like Bruce Wayne, he's got a different chick every other comic. But Superman, just Lois Lane. Are you telling me a man that could see through walls and hear from a mile away didn't have one other girlfriend? He definitely cheated on Lois once or twice. Let's be real. <laughs> we can transfer that back to Goku. Like, Goku didn't marry his wife because he loved her. I mean, I'm sure he cared about her. But in Dragon Ball, he was just like, yeah, I promise you I'll marry you. So I did it. The funniest thing about that is in Super, back with the whole them making Goku dumb, His he literally asked at one point in time because he sees somebody kiss. He was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, "That you have kids. Do you not know what a kiss is? So, Goku's done some dirty, dirty without even knowing what a kiss is. He probably got raped by his wife, honestly. <laughs> That's the most consensus. You look it up on the internet, Goku has no idea about anything sexual or romantic. But he's got two kids and a grandkid. Yeah, she just had to show him. Like, go in and out. Yeah. Slowly, slowly. Yeah, it's like, it's training. This is training. You'll become stronger. Yes, I, <laughs> yes, yes. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely like Superman. She definitely had to be on top of that one. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Please don't. 
don't rip, don't Kamehameha with your dick. <laughs> yeah, man. I, last time I lost of my liver. It just, it, I don't know, it'd be some wild. Yeah, shit. some Kamehameha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well, was right there. You. That was low hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Well, thank you so much for reviewing the uh, Dragon Ball Z series with me. Um, thank you so I much for you, having me, man. I know you said you had notes. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about it? Uh, I had notes, and then I just kind of freeballed it, and it seems like it went pretty well. So, uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Well, please tell them where they can follow you on social media. Um, I'm on Facebook as just my regular government name, Ronald Keith Brunimer. You can follow me at Instagram at Chief Keith Comedy, and that's pretty much it because I'm an old man and don't like the internet that much. Nice, nice. But thank you again, man, for coming on. Feel free to come back anytime. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening, and have an amazing day.